Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the Raise Your Vibration podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today. My name is Shelby Rose, and I am an energetic and business guide helping you align, activate, and expand your energy to create the life and business you're wildly obsessed with. I believe that every single one of us has a path that lights us up, makes us excited to get up every single day, and brings massive service and impact to the world. In this podcast, we'll tune into our soul's true desires, take ownership for every single thing in our lives, and shift our vibration to embody the queen we came here to be. You deserve this. You get to have it. Let's go create it. So excited to be here with you all. And uh, as always, you know, love hanging out with you. Y'all are like my fam. I literally love all of you so much. And uh, nothing makes me happier than hearing that you're listening to the show, listening to the episodes, getting your feedback. I love seeing them on your stories, all the things. So if this episode helps you, share it. That'd be dope. What do I got for you guys today? Ooh, we are going to talk about emotions and this weird space that we can get into of are we feeling them or are we spiritually bypassing or how do you feel them without actually like getting sucked into manifesting more? And this episode was inspired really by one of my dear friends who asked me this question a few weeks ago of how do I feel my emotions without manifesting more of them. So we're going to talk all about that today. I'm going to break it down for you all. But before we dive in, I want to remind you that the VIP program closes December 31st. You guys, this is going to be so fucking incredible. I asked this question on my Instagram story a few days ago, and I want to ask it to each of you as well. And the question is, if you were really honest with yourself, and you allowed yourself to go there to the place of dreaming big, to the place of doing all the things, like if you could literally create any life you desired, would it be the one you're living right now? And I already know what your ego is saying. It's saying, well, not everyone gets to live their dream life. Not everyone gets to have it all. Some people just have to work really hard. Some people have to suffer. And we go into all these stories when in reality, God is literally waiting to grant us our every desire. He's literally waiting to hand us the love, the money, the relationships, the business, the clients, waiting to hand them to us. But usually we don't go to that place of dreaming big. We don't go to that place of doing the work. (laughs) Sage is going to be ruffling her feathers in the background as if she has feathers. She has feathers. No, she's cute. She's a puppy because I have a golden retriever who makes it on this episode basically every time. So if you're new to the show, welcome. This is my dog, Sage. She joins us. Um, But what I found happens is that people don't actually go to the place of admitting that they don't like what they have in their life or they're not fully happy. They go to this place of spiritually bypassing 
of ignoring the fact that they're not totally absolutely in love with their life and they they go to this place of like, yeah, no, it's really good. I used to do this all the fucking time. When I worked at the hospital, I'd be like, yeah, life is good. I have a great job. I have a 401k or whatever the fucking VA had at that time. I, you know, life is good. And I would bypass the fact that I wasn't actually happy. And I would bypass the fact that my soul kept telling me there was more. And I would shove it all down. This is the work when you're on the spiritual path. And why I'm sharing this with you is that this is the people who have looked at their shit and they're like, I don't actually like how my business is. I don't like how I feel. I don't feel fulfilled. I don't like how my, I don't like working a nine to five job or I just want more freedom. I want more love. I want, I want my life to be different. If you are one of those people and you're feeling called to fucking radically change your life, the VIP program is for you. I intentionally structured this so that there would be two in-person immersion experiences paired with one-on-one coaching and all of my online courses. And the reason why I set it up this way, you guys, is that when you are in that in-person immersion paired with accountability, consistent accountability, you cannot not have massive transformation if you show up. And here's the thing, the people I'm bringing on to this program, the people who are going to be in the VIP VIP program are going to show the fuck up. I know the women that are coming into this are going to be massively ready to, for radical change in their life. So if that feels like it's you, I would love to jump on a call. I would love to have a conversation. Once you apply, we go through an application process. I, you know, jump on the phone with you and, and feel into if this is a good fit for you, if this is your right next step. But chances are you already know, our souls already know we were destined, we were meant to work together. And if you're holding back because of fear, I, I simply ask you, if not now, when? And I know that's cl cliche. I know you probably hear it all the fucking time, but for real, like if you want to change your life and if you want 2020 to look different, what are you waiting for? Y'all, life is not going to wait just going to keep chugging along. And I, from very personal experience, I waited three years before I take, took action on my dreams. I stayed at a job and really more than three years, but I stayed at a job I didn't love for three years before I took the action. And so whether the VIP program is calling to you or not, I really want you to get clear and honest of like, what has my soul been calling me to do for 2020 for, I mean, now for years, weeks, whatever it's been, what has my soul been calling me to do that I haven't actually been taking the action that I actually haven't been stepping into because of fear or because of it's not the right time or because the money's not in my bank account or because my partner isn't in full support or because it's just not realistic or it's not for me or who am I to have that kind of life? Who am I to invest that in myself? Whatever the story is, you have to move past that or nothing will change. You have to go through the fear in order to get to the other side. So that's my, you know, 30 second tangent turn into two minutes, 10. I don't know. I don't know how long I've been talking, but there we go. You have it, friends. Um, so let's dive into this beautiful topic of emotions and the fine balance we, we have between feeling them 
and getting sucked into them and busts and what I like to call spiritually bypassing them. And so here, you know, I, I said that question of like, how do I feel my emotions without getting totally sucked into them and actually manifesting, creating more? And I think here's the difference that we observe and 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 how we shift out of this goal of getting sucked down the rabbit hole of our emotions number one is witnessing that we are not actually our emotions right so i think a lot of times what can happen to people is that you feel sad or you feel lonely or you feel depressed or you feel anxious and you start to identify with that or you start to say it, it is because of a situation that you're feeling that instead of actually just allowing yourself to feel it, you create a story around it. So sometimes I will feel sadness and I will have to know, this is a beautiful example, a few weeks ago, and I've probably told this story in the podcast, but I think it's just such a beautiful example of this. A few weeks ago, I was driving home from dinner. I had a, had a friend's birthday and all of a sudden I just started bawling. You guys, I was bawling and I was, and I started to make it mean something. I was like, Oh, maybe I'm sad because of the breakup. Maybe I'm sad because of this. And I like tried to make it mean something. And then I had this like clarity and it was like, this isn't yours. Just let it come through. And you know, maybe it was something from a past life. Maybe it was something very deep in my subconscious. Maybe it was something that I was healing for the collective. It didn't matter because the moment I said, okay, this isn't actually mine, but I'm going to cry. And I think a lot of us get scared to actually go into that of like, what does it look like if I actually break open? You guys, I bawled that night harder than I've ever cried in my adult life. I think I was on my knees screaming, crying, like, full purge of this emotion, but I wasn't making it mean something about like my life or my happiness, right? I am more happy now than I've ever been in my entire life, but I feel things more deeply and I ride the waves of emotion more intensely. I have these intense waves of sadness and grief, but I know they're not, they're not me, right? There's this difference between thinking that means we're depressed. Cause I think sometimes we think, Oh my God, I'm crying. Now all of a sudden I'm depressed. No, you're just fucking moving energy through your body. It means nothing about who you are as a person. It means nothing about what you're experiencing. And yes, you know, there are times when those emotions are there to show us something is out of alignment for our life. But especially when you're doing the spiritual work, especially when you're clearing stuff, sometimes those emotions just need to move through and we don't need to make them mean anything. So I think that's number one is witnessing the emotion without attaching to it, without feeling like you are the emotion. <laughs> and that's how we avoid getting sucked into it, right? Because the moment we create a story around it of like, I'm an anxious person, I'm a person, I'm lonely. Now you're making that mean that is who you are, right? When reality is I am nothing. I know nothing. I'm a spiritual being having a human experience. And so the emotions don't actually really ever mean anything because it's all made up. It's all illusion. And I'm not trying to be in, I'm trying, I'm not trying to be insensitive. If that's the word I'm looking for, <laughs> I just got out of a full day workshop today and it was like so spiritually intense. So I'm a little bit riding that spiritual high as I call it. I literally feel like I go up into the quantum and I get a little high and it's awesome, but words can be hard. So I'm not trying to be insensitive 
desensitize about the emotions. Again, words are hard. Roll with it. Um, but I, and I understand that when we're in that, when we're in a tough time in our lives, it can be hard. And I'm not making light of that. But what I am saying is that we do create that reality, right? So the moment we attach to that and make it mean something and put victim, you know, play victim to our emotions saying that like we can't control them or we are them or nothing could ever possibly change or God could never bless me with something better, right? That's really what we're saying when we're saying that nothing, you know, I'm just this person, nothing could ever happen you know, I'm just sad. I'm just a depressed person. You are denying the fact that God wants to bless you with joy, happiness, bliss. We deny that, right? So we recognize that everything that's in our lives is basically an illusion and basically a projection of what's going on in our mind. So that's where it gets tricky, right? Because a lot of people are like, well, if I feel the sadness, then I'll attract more sadness, which is actually opposite of what's true. Most people don't actually feel the depths of their emotions. Most people don't actually purge their emotions because the moment they feel sad or angry, they're like, oh, fuck, I can't feel this. I have to, like, I've got to feel happy. What's a happy thought? Can I go to happy? Can I get happy? Can I get? And then they either they'll numb out to avoid that feeling of anger or fear or pain. They'll find themselves having a cookie or a cocktail. They won't even realize it, or that could be scrolling social media or surrounding yourself with people all the time, not taking the time to go inward, numbing out, and or maybe even just picking up a book on spirituality and not feeling the emotion. Anything that is in avoidance of what you need to feel and process is numbing out. And again, I've done this. I've done it with food and I've done it with spiritual books. I've done it with podcasts. I've done it like with anything that you are reaching to, to avoid the emotion, to bypass what's coming up for healing. But the moment you can just go into it and be like, oh, okay, I feel anger. And then you, you, you don't judge the anger for being there. You don't believe the anger needs to mean anything. It doesn't make you a bad person. And I'm using anger because this was something that I experienced for most of my life as I would feel angry and I would shove it down. I had so much anger buried within me. And we all have that. We all have aspects. We are multidimensional beings. So we have the full spectrum of emotions. And many of us have emotions that are suppressed within. So what would happen is I would, I would feel angry. I would shove it down with food or alcohol or a spiritual book. And I would, you know, I would just not want to feel it. And I'd be so ashamed that I felt angry instead of actually just feeling the anger, which most emotions actually only last 90 seconds. Sure, there are times where I cry for 15, 20 minutes, but then all of a sudden you feel that calm after the storm. And you realize you weren't actually the emotion, but most people don't let themselves go there. So what I'm saying is that, no, you're not going to attract more um, of the sadness if you actually feel the sadness or more of the anger if you actually feel the anger. But what ends up happening is that people avoid it and then they actually think about it more because you're resisting it interesting. What we resist persists. I've said this a million times in the podcast, but really if you're resisting an emotion, then it too has power over you. When I, I you guys, I, I don't, I don't know how to stress this enough. I, I am, when I'm angry, I am screaming. I am stomping my feet. I'm allowing that emotion to roll through. I'm also asking What's underneath that for me? Because sometimes my emotions are, are there to teach me things. Sometimes it's not even mine. 
Um, and if you have other women who are going through the spiritual, I need to create a Facebook group for you girls, but who are going through this journey together, you will notice that you guys actually start to process emotions at the same time. My fellow light worker friends and I will wake up days and have the exact same emotions. And this can be a helpful tool if you have friends in this like spiritual community who are also light workers, if you identify as someone who holds light for others, you will notice that you start to process things as the collective is processing and purging. So some days I'll wake up and I'll be so fucking angry and I'm like, I don't know if this is mine. I can text my friend and be like, hey, are you feeling this too? Many of my fellow sisters will be feeling the exact same thing at the exact same time. Then I can know it's a collective thing. You guys are always welcome to reach out to me on Instagram and I can tell you what's coming up for me, how I'm feeling. And we can just go back and forth because I'm happy to like just fucking connect and like go there with you guys. But the other piece of that is asking if it means if, if, if there's something underneath this. So another example for you guys, I was on my v, my personal VIP day with my mentor, Jana. She's been on the podcast. If you haven't listened to her episode, definitely check it out. And we were doing some, oh my God, you guys, she made me do like uh, a six, a sexy photo shoot, which was like, I was all for it before the day. And the day we got there and she had me like put on this like really beautiful blazer with like a lingerie piece underneath. So it was like business and like sexy all at the same time. Super fun. I literally shut down and then I got really angry and I couldn't do the photo shoot. And I was like, I'm fucking pissed off, angry, done. I'm done. Not doing this. And at first, you know, at first she let me like sit in my anger for a while. And then I started screaming and throwing a tantrum. Literally, you guys, when I feel the thing, I let it out. So I'm screaming and I'm throwing stuff in her room and I'm getting pissed. And then, and then she's like, why don't you, why don't you come, come sit on the bed? Let's figure out what's actually coming up. And we're sitting on the bed and I just start sobbing. And I cried so fucking hard. You guys, I purged so much shit in that moment. And I knew it wasn't good. I knew that purging it was going to release it. Right. Because that's the other thing is we set the intention. I'm not available to feel like that long term. And I knew that once I let it out, it would be gone. It's no longer living in my energetic body. I get to feel lighter. I get to purge that story, whatever's underneath that. And the story that was underneath it, why I gave you that background is that having had a sexual trauma, I had applied this like story that being sexy meant I was asking for it as in like, I'm an open target to icky men and sexual trauma. I don't know. Like there was like a lot of, a lot of shit wrapped up in that. That's another story for another episode. But had I not purged that emotion, that would be living in me, right? Like, it's not like I need to make a story up about it that like every time I'm just sexy, I'm going to feel sadness because that's simply not true. I'm not available for that because I am a sexual being. I am someone who likes to be flirty and fun, like fun and have that component in that multidimensional aspect of myself. And I don't need to make that mean because I cried one time 
then I'm going to attract that every time I feel sexy, right? Does that make sense? Like you're not going to keep attracting these scenarios once you purge them. And once you actually get to the root of what is underneath the emotion, emotions are sometimes it's not. Sometimes you just have to like fucking ball your eyes out and let it go and feel amazing after that. And sometimes you need to stomp your feet and scream and it doesn't mean anything. And sometimes there's something beneath that. So a lot of times, especially you guys, anxiety and depression are real. I understand having had anxiety for so much of my life, having been depressed as a kid. I, I don't think I've ever told anyone this, but I had suicidal thoughts. Like I think from like eight years until probably 17, like there were times in my life where I was like, I wish I could just drive off the road. Like it was really dark for a while and I didn't know what was happening. I was young. I didn't really understand what that was, but anxiety and depression for me were always an expression of when my soul wasn't uh, was out of alignment when my soul wasn't fully expressed wasn't I when I wasn't really showing up in the world as the soul I came here to be does that make sense so anytime we're trying to fit a mold that isn't us at on a soul level right it's not that would that may not be an aspect of us but when you're trying to be something your soul is not we feel the anxiety as an as a sign that we're out of alignment. We feel the depression as a suppression of our soul. And we try and we try and we try to fit this mold, but we just keep feeling these emotions of anxiety and depression because our soul is being like, this is not you, this is not me, this is not us. We need a shift. But we apply meaning to the depression of like, I'm just a depressed person. I couldn't possibly have a different life. I couldn't possibly experience a different type of emotion. Or this is just who I am. And the moment we identify with it, we start to attach it with us, right? I have had clients before who have been like, I don't know who I am without the depression, right? That's when things get tricky when we identify with it. So that's why we don't identify with the emotions when they show up. We ask them, what are you here to teach me? And especially if it's something that re is reoccurring for you or what we ask God, what do I need to shift in order to see things differently? Because sometimes it keeps showing up because we're not allowing ourselves to do the hard work and go to the places that we need to go in order to see things differently. So you ask, what is this? What is at the root? What is the the cause of this, if it needs to be presented. And again, we don't attach the meaning if it does, meaning does not need to be applied. Sometimes things just need to move through because they do. Old wounds, old traumas come up for purging and we get to just heal and heal. And remember that your tears literally heal the collective. When we cry and we heal, and that's not a reason why we need to do it. We do it for ourselves first and foremost. We do it so that we can be the most authentic expression of self, which is this joy, this bliss, this full body orgasmic living. That's why we clear the shit, but we also get to clear the collective as we heal ourselves. So you denying your emotions is not preventing them from continuing to show up. It's actually the opposite. You actually attract more in when you resist it. So allow yourself to feel, allow yourself to go there, go to the hard place, feel the hard thing, be angry, be so fucking honest with yourself. It's ridiculous that you actually know what's showing up because the moment you're not honest with yourself, the moment you're not in integrity with who you are on a soul level, 
is when the emotions start to show up and repeat themselves as lessons or the physical illnesses show up or the manifestations of what you're shoving down come to bubbling to the surface. The last thing I want to share on that is that, yes, emotions are super fucking powerful, right? So sometimes the, uh, the other thing that can happen is that we can find ourselves getting sucked into a loop or a story that will create emotion. So here's the difference between feel, you know, the first couple examples are really just like feeling what's coming up. But the other piece of that is that sometimes we're we're playing a story out that is creating the motions. So we have to figure out what came first, the chicken or egg. Am I feeling the anger all the time because of a story I'm telling? Or is the anger there and it keeps coming back because I'm just not allowing myself to actually feel it? Or am I feeling the fear because I'm not actually allowing myself to go into it and feel it? Or is it because I have a dumb fucking story that needs to be shut shut down and shifted? So that that I think that's the last piece of this is, you know, Emotions are really powerful and they do create our reality and they do draw in more, right? It's like once we feel joy and bliss, most of the time then we keep attracting more joy and bliss. That doesn't mean we don't purge, but the purge usually doesn't take a hold. Like you guys, I can purge and then be totally blissed out an hour later. I can be like bawling mad, angry, moving through some shit. And it's more intense now, you guys. You guys are clearing your energetic bodies for 2020. 2020 is going to be an incredible fucking year for the people who have been on this ascension journey, who, for the people, and in general, it's going to be incredible across the board, but really a lot of light workers are moving through some heavy shit right now to clear your energetic body so you can be the best conduit for spirit and source in 2020. We're locking in this, this karma of doing the work that we came here to do in the world and that you know, is why we've been purging so much right now and why it can feel really heavy right now. But on the other side of this, once we've purged this shit, it won't feel quite so heavy. I'm literally on all the tangents today, but I'm assuming all my message is something someone needs to hear right now. So yes, your emotions are powerful. Be mindful of like what, it, but don't spiritually bypass this shit. So yes, stay in the energy of bliss, stay in the energy of joy, recognize when you're shifting out of that. Right? So when I moved here to San Diego, all my old money shit started to resurface. It's so weird. It's like, I have to work really hard again. Like all this shit came bubbling to the surface and I went down the fear spiral with it. And I caught myself starting to get like the, this fear story bubbling in again. And then I just sat with it and I was like, is any of this ultimately true? Right. Cause I was starting to feel anxious around it and fear around it. I'm like, this is so weird, not available for this. And now I'm back in like, yeah, no, I got to fucking have it all. And I'm always abundantly supported done. I had to shift the story. I had to purge some shit. There was another layer to the money story for me, right? The money is never, and I'll say this for y'all because y'all, the money, the relationship, it's never the root of what it actually is, right? I can be like lonely or missing someone, but I'm actually just lonely and missing myself. I can feel fear and scarcity around money, but it's actually that, and this is what it has been, you know, it could be for anything for you. But for me, it's just that I am not allowing myself to surrender to the divine and feel fully supported. I'm trying to control. So there's always a deeper lesson there. And it's never actually about the money or the relationship or the food or the, you know, whatever the fuck is coming up in your life right now. It's never about that. And I'm literally going off on another tangent, but apparently someone needed to hear that. Okay. <laughs> what is happening right now? My, my, my spirit is hijacking this conversation. Um, but 
when the story shows up, it, you know, that's, that is the only time and it's not spiritual bypassing, right? Cause you're allowing yourself to feel it, but then you're actually getting to, okay, what is the story I'm telling that's making me feel this way? And can I shift out of that? What is one thing I can think that would be more aligned with the direction I want to go? So if you believe that you're not supported and that the money won't show up in your bank account and like whatever the story is, what can I feel that's more aligned? Well, I've always been supported. I've always had more than enough. I've never, you know, whatever your, your is, and then you shift out of that. And then you start to shift into the, the, what you're calling in, right? You start to feel the feelings of what you're, what you're desiring. So if you are in a relationship that you don't love and you end it and now you feel lonely, okay, well, where am I not one feeling that fully allowing myself to purge that and then coming back to why do I feel lonely or why am I missing this person? What in me am I missing? What in me have I been out of alignment with? What in me do I miss most, right? So it's never about the other person, the thing, the thing outside of us. It's always about what's going on in the internal and the emotions and the experiences are just reflecting back to us what it is that we're thinking, the belief systems we have within. And so that's, in explanation, long-winded, of two different ways that the emotions can manifest. One, they were buried in our, our energetic body and they need to come up to be purged, which that never ends, right? Sometimes we think we've purged and then we're done. We're good. I do this all the fucking time. I'm like, yay, I purged. I'm done, sweet. We're good. And then the next day I'm like, motherfucker, you've got more? Really? Didn't I just do this? Yes. Keep going. Yes. Keep going. Yes. Keep going. Because it only gets better the more you purge. I promise you my life has literally never been better. I, you guys, I cannot tell you how fucking good my life is right now. So purge the shit. But if you're on the other side of the spectrum and the motions just you're sitting in it and you're making a story about it and you're saying that this is just who you are or that you're telling a story that's creating that emotion over and over again, then you need to start to witness, okay, why am I telling this story? What in me doesn't think I'm worthy of more? What in me wants to actually stay here? Because here's the thing, a lot of times we think that we don't want to feel a certain way, but a part of us wants to feel that way because it's comfortable. It's what we know. It's what's safe. Feeling good, that's terrifying for some people, which seems so fucked up in the head. But here's the thing. We all do it. We all are like, I know what this level of happiness feels like, but that next level is actually terrifying to me. So I'm going to keep manifesting feeling sad or feeling lonely or placing my happiness on the external world because that would be way too much one responsibility to take, to take power and ownership over my own happiness. But number two, I don't fucking know what bliss all the time feels like. And I don't know if I'm worthy of that. And I don't know if I can do the work to create that. And we'll, we're, we're going to create all these stories to avoid our next level. So if you have not read the great, the big leap, the great leap, I'll, I'll link it in the show notes. I always get the title wrong by um, Gay Hendricks. I highly recommend grabbing a copy of that. If you're struggling with, it's something you have to do with emotions, but your next level of going to that next level of, hap of happiness, bliss, money, relationships, whatever that looks like for you. It's going to talk all about how we self-sabotage. And then if you're struggling with processing the emotions, I just want you to sit in it. Instead of grabbing your phone, instead of grabbing a book or even journaling or listening to a spiritual podcast, I want you to just lay in your bed, place your hand on your heart, your hand on your like womb space, and just 
feel what your body is telling you and then allow whatever comes up to move through. Allow yourself to cry so fucking hard. Scream into a pillow, stomp your feet on the ground, be angry. And I've said this over and over again, but that is not going to create more and manifest more to you because in doing that, you're just shifting out of it so that you can attract more of the happiness, more of the bliss, the more of the joy you want. And then do the things that make you feel that way, right? Create that in your body. Know that you have the power to create that level of bliss, that level of joy, that level of orgasmic life inside of you and no one externally no one outside of you is responsible for creating that for you you are responsible for creating that so purge the old shit so that you can actually call in orgasmic life all right, friends, that is all I have for you thank you so much for tuning in today I'm so excited to share this with y'all Again, the VIP program is closing in like a few weeks. So if you have not applied yet and you feel called to this, now is the time. There is no better time than now. I'm so excited to bring you through this up level with five other women and really transform your life.